There are no rules. No rules. You're listening to Degree Free on the Degree Free Network, where we talk about how to teach yourself, get work, and make money. No degree needed. Here are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. Maruyama. Aloha, guys, and welcome back to Degree Free. We are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. On this podcast, we share fundamentals we've discovered and the mistakes we've made while self-educating, getting work, building businesses, and making money. We'll tell you how to make it happen. No degree needed. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to Degree Free. Ryan and I are happy to have you today. Please do feel free to like and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes because that would be a huge bummer. If you are curious as to how to go about doing the things that we talk about in this podcast, please check out our website, which is DegreeFreeNetwork.com. We actually sell a guide on there that will walk you through how to go about looking for jobs, how to go about applying, and just different tactics and tips for studying to get different skills and certifications. Super useful. Yep. And uh, I think we should just get into today's topic. Today, we are going to be talking about like how to know if you should drop out of school, college. This is, this is my favorite one. This is very similar to an episode we did a while back um, regarding like, should you finish your degree? But we got some questions um, regarding specifically dropping out of college. Um, so figured... Uh, let's just do another episode, you know, and, um, it's going to be similar, same, same, but different. We're going over a little bit of a different, um, more specific. This is for people that are in college and are thinking about dropping out. Right. This is, this is my crowd. Right. So I think this might be a good place to start is maybe just tell your own story real fast for those that don't know. Oh, sure. Uh, So I was in school in Georgia and Georgia allows uh, people who are in high school to CLEP or CLEPing is where you can test out of high school classes and then go straight into college. And that's actually a process called dual enrollment. Um, But if you CLEP enough classes, then you are allowed to fully dual enroll while you're still in high school. So uh, instead of going to my senior year in high school, I actually it was enrolled at a university in the town that I lived in. And I ended up going to college for a year and a half before I ended up dropping out. I was bored out of my mind. I was so bored. Uh, I did not get along with my professors. And uh, I, the only thing that I did like while I was there was I ended up writing for the paper at the school. And that was kind of fun. But the rest of my classes bored me to tears. Uh, And I was in the middle of a midterm, like I sat down to take a sociology midterm. And I remember sitting there and I looked at this, I looked at my paper and I was like, yeah, I'm done. So I took it and tore it and threw it in the trash and left. (laughs) And that was it. So was there like a, what was the thought process behind it? I mean, other than for you, was it just that you were bored? I mean, I was, I was really, really bored. Um, I remember this so clearly when I was sitting in an art class, um, and it might just be that I really dislike Jackson Pollock like a lot. And this particular professor loved Jackson Pollock more than anything, but I was just sitting in this class listening to her drone on about Jackson Pollock. And I was like, I, I cannot sit here another minute. This is so boring. Cause I was writing, um, I was writing, I was like, I was working on a book at the time, like a, a novel that I have never finished, but I was just working on a book and instead of paying attention, cause I was just so bored, I was just writing and I was like, why am I here? <laughs> Like, why am I here? I don't value this information. 
it's not useful for me and why am I paying to sit here and listen to the stuff that bores me to tears? Interesting. So you didn't do any more like any more further analysis than that? No, no. Um, I was also really young at the time. So I think for me, it was more fortunate that I came to that conclusion that it didn't serve me. But I don't think it was as strategic as a lot of the people who are listening to this podcast. The people that are listening to this podcast are much smarter than I was when I was that age. Right, right. Yeah. I, well, it turned out well. It did. Right. I mean, it was the best decision ever. Right. It turned out well. Yeah. I would not go back for the world. Yeah. It, um, even though there wasn't as much analysis as some people might put into it, um, it's still a massive decision for you. Uh, it was very difficult at the time, actually. Right. It, and, and I think that too, I think something that really goes overlooked, and this is going to be controversial, people are not going to like this, but something that goes overlooked is that it is in the United States. If you come, especially if you come from a family where they expect you to go to college and you do not or you drop out, it is much harder to drop out of college than it is to stay in college. People can say all day up and down, oh, it's harder to stay and study. No, it's not. It's not. Because once you sign up to go to school, all you get to do is continue to go to school. But if you choose to drop out, if you choose to leave, if you choose not to go, you are immediately responsible for all your decisions and all of your adult life. And I think that it is much harder, actually, um, especially if your family and your friends are all telling you that you need to go. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Um, a lot of So obviously, you and I, we tell a lot of people to do the analysis of going to college. Majority of the time, when people do the analysis, or we say, probably don't go. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's probably that's pretty much the. Otherwise, we wouldn't really be doing this. Right. Right. So, but a lot of people say whenever I say that, a lot of people think that it's going to be an easier path. Um. And I always say it's not, it's really not going to be an easy path. And I know because I've done it right. So I did exactly what you said. I come from a college educated family and I, well, I have a very interesting family and I don't really get into, get into it right now, but let's just say that it wasn't okay for me to not go to college. And so I stayed in college and I, and I went and I got a degree and then, but it was way easier. It was way easier than because after I got out of college, I had to figure out what the heck I wanted to do. I had to blaze my own trail, right? And I think that when we tell people, well, if you're going to drop out of college, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot harder because college is just following this path and this path is laid out for you and you're supposed to go and you're supposed to get into debt, you're supposed to get a degree. And then with that degree, it's supposed to automatically give you a ticket to a job. And then you're supposed to work that job and then pay off that debt and then buy, buy a house, house, whatever, you know, live the American dream, retire at 65, all that, right. all that jazz, live the American dream. And that, that world just doesn't exist anymore. No, <laughs> that world doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, especially the social security you're supposed to get at 65. Yeah. And so when we tell people, we, we always want to say like, this is going to be harder because you're not going to follow that path. It was very lonely. Uh, I I was fortunate in that I had two really good friends at the time. And so it was not as bad for me. But my sister, my younger sister also is degree free. And she 
I think for her, it's it's extremely lonely because um, what she's doing is much harder than what the rest of her peers are doing. They are living like kids. They have no consequences. They can go out drinking and do whatever they want. Their parents are paying their bills. I'm generalizing a lot, but my sister is responsible for her own rent, for her own insurance, for her own phone bill, for her own groceries. She has to do laundry. She has to meal prep. She has a, she has to do everything. She's a grown person, but she's younger than, you know, she's younger than the people that are graduating college. And yet she's a self-sufficient person. Right. And so that, that goes to say, and we're getting way off track here, but I, but I think this is worth, relevant though. this is worth saying with that, I agree with you. I see the way that she lives and I, and then I see the way that other people her age live and she lives a lot differently. And what I always say is that because majority of these people um, that go to college, they're living off of debt. That's just statistics, right? Like the vast majority of people are in student student debt. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing is they're borrowing from the future, right? They're borrowing from their future work. Their future energy. To pay for stuff now, right? And so they are living. So it looks like they're living a great life. Right. And it looks because they are. They're living beyond their means. Because they're living beyond their means. They're living on they're, future them's income. Right. That they they're haven't li- earned yet. Exactly. They're living as if they had made all that money. Right. They're 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 living as if they'd made it. Right? CNBC did a survey where they said that uh college graduates assume that they will make at least sixty K starting. And so that is reflected in how a lot of them live. Right. And I think it's it's interesting because I mean, I look at some. I look at some of the college kids that I know, and um, and 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 those outside just graduating from college, and I look at their lifestyles, and I'm just like, whoa, you live more extravagantly than I do, and I'm like, that's crazy. Like, I didn't know me you made so much money, right? But I don't think that they do, and I think it's just the fact that they they live in this um, artificial world in where. All of their bills are paid for with their future energy, with their future work. And honestly, they didn't really earn that. They didn't really earn it because nobody, like like I've said many times, nobody in their right mind, if you went out to the regular market, would ever write that loan. Nobody would ever write that loan because you have no assets, you have no skills, you have no income. Why, why am I going to, why am I going to loan you a hundred thousand dollars? The reason, I mean, let me tell you why I wouldn't. Right. right? Um, but anyway, that's a long that's a long way of of just um, saying that, you know, you've done this before. Yeah, you've dropped you you've you've dropped out of school. Also, disclaimer: I want to say that it's we're not we're not hating on on those people. What we are saying is that all, all of us are taught a lot of us are taught that if you graduated high school from an American school, you were told to go to college the whole time. They tell they tell us all that they tell us all that for twelve straight years. Um, so understand that that you were marketed to you were marketed to spend in that way and to act in that way and while you have the chance to opt out of it obviously um it is understandable that you that you believe that to be true yeah definitely and then the the entire time the entire time you're told you should go to college you should go to college you should go to college for 13 years you're told you're told you should go to college but nobody nobody talks about how you should pay for it right so if you ask if you ask normal people uh how how they're going to pay for college one of the number one answers you're going to get is you're like, oh, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a scholarship, right? And then like, okay, well, what kind of scholarship? Well, I'm going to get a sports scholarship. Well, okay, there are not very many, there are not very many sports scholarships out there. 
uh, NCAA rules and and everything like that. Okay, yeah, so not all there's 100%. a lot more. There are a lot more academic scholarships out there, but even that, even so, that's still a very small mi- minority of students that are getting those that are getting that type of aid, right? And it's like, okay, um, th- people aren't talking about the financial side of it, right? They're just talking about whether they're just saying that should. you should go, mm-hmm. right? But I don't know. You don't. How can you make that? That teacher doesn't know your financial situation. No. Right. That teacher. That teacher. When you're in fourth grade, she doesn't understand what your parents, uh, how much money your parents have, and how much money that you have in a five twenty nine account, and how much, and how much your 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 future potentials of earnings are at the time. And when you're in fourth grade and you're, and you're, you still have eight more years of schooling to go, but she's telling you at, well, she's telling you in fourth grade to go to college. It was like, well, how about you wait until at least, I mean, it's a little bit more understandable if there's like your junior year and you're like, Hey, you ever think about going to college? Be like, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe I should th- start thinking about it now instead. But anyway, I digress. No, it, it that matters. And you know what? You know what that makes me think of, too, is the fact that, you know, they say that most um, most kids end up with the same credit card as their parents have. Right. They tend to choose the same the same bank, the same credit cards as their parents, because that's what their parents did, because those are the people of authority in their life who teach them those habits. Um, and something that that I've realized before is that, like, why? I was like, man, I know my parents told me to go to college. I know that they did. And it was expected and it was required. And ever everybody in my family, it was a big deal when I didn't go. Like, shame came from other parts. Not really, not badly intentioned shame, but like there was shame from other parts of the family. But I think, too, teachers, it's, it's, like, um, it's like confirmation bias. Like, they all have degrees. So, of course, they're going to tell you to have a degree. They have a degree. Even if they're still paying debt on that degree, they're going to tell you to get one anyway because they think it's the best thing to do, even though financially for a lot of them, it maybe wasn't. And But it's just so deeply ingrained that that's what you say. That's what you do. It's best for them. It's best for them. It's best for you. And it's, you know, it's their parents and then their parents. It's a whole, it's a generational societal problem. Um, and it's just repeated so often that everybody repeats it to each other and it's expected. Yeah. And, and I think that that's not pointed out often, but like there are a lot of teachers and, and if you think, like, you can't ask them, obviously, but, like, a lot of your teachers that have been telling you that are, you know, 35, 40 years old, and they're still deeply in debt from their college degree. And truthfully, you shouldn't be taking financial advice from people that are still in that much debt at that age. It's not really a good, it's not really a good financial decision. You need to evaluate it yourself. And that's the problem, though. The problem is that, or even your parents, for that matter. The problem is that people do not view college as a financial decision. Oh, they do until someone tells them, until until someone shows them the numbers, and then they say, "Oh, well, it's an academic, it's it's an inst- it's an academic, inst- it's a, it's good, it's uh, higher education." Like literally, that's the argument. I guess see it on TikTok all the time when I present the like, "Hey, you know, fifty three percent of college graduates are unemployed or underemployed," and they're just like. Well, you know, college has an innate value. I'm like, well, you just told me it had a monetary value, and now when I told you that maybe it doesn't, now your now your argument is it's it's a intrinsic value. Yeah, it's a place for for uh, critical thinking. Oh uh, yeah, when 45 percent of college a, graduates showed little to no improvement in critical thinking skills for, for the CLA, thinking and uh, logic and arithmetic and networking. Networking. Yeah. That's my favorite one, guys. What word? What four letter word is in the middle of networking? Work. Oh, 
you know where you can network? At work. At work? What a shocker. So anyway. Um, We're off topic. Yeah, but. super off topic. Let's, let's, let's rein it back in. And so I think the first question, as with most of these questions, if, if, if you've been listening from the beginning, you kind of have a feeling of what I'm going to ask. And that's, you got to ask yourself why. You got to ask yourself, why are you asking this question, right? If you're listening to this episode and you're just like, yeah, um, tell me how I should, like how to figure out if I should drop out of college. Well, the then what I would tell you is to ask yourself why you feel like you're thinking about dropping out of college in the first place. What's wrong? Yeah, what's making you feel that way? Right. There's got to be something, and it's, it could be, and it could be something as everybody has their reasons, right? And it could be something as as, as simple for you as um, you were just bored. It could be something as complex as you disagree with what they're teaching, right? Uh, it, it can be. Like they're teaching Socrates and you want to see Aristotle and there's no Aristotle. And you're like, why am I here? I want to learn about Aristotle. Right. And it can be something as, it can be as in depth as you don't think that you're going to uh, make enough money. You don't think you can afford it. That's a big one. Right. Exactly. The biggest one really. <laughs> and um, it, it, there, it can be also be as simple as I don't like the people. Yeah. Like you don't like the culture of it. It's, it's like, it's not interesting to you. You know, if there's, if you go to a school with a big Greek life and you're not into that and you're like not getting a lot out of it, or you don't have a lot of friends there. Cause you just don't have a lot in common. Like that's a valid reason because yep. people leave companies for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> Generally another big reason and, and, um, doesn't really get talked about much, but it's for you just unhappy. Yeah. And like, it's crazy. I see it. Like I, like I know I see it on TikTok a lot where people are just like, these people will post videos of them crying because they're so unhappy at school. And I'm like, why are you there? Believe. And, but they'll, they'll, they'll say that they're miserable and then they'll say, but I'm, and I'm spending so much money. And it's like, well then stop paying for something that you hate. I don't understand this. Yeah. Drop out or to put it in a better, in a, in, in a, in a, in a positive light. So that's a problem too, is that like this whole, um, like dropping out of school has such a negative connotation. You're not right? dropping out of school. You're breaking out of right, school. Exactly. You're liberating yourself from school. Right. And um, if I mean, if you're just unhappy about it, that's that's reason enough to get to get the hell out of there. Yeah, break out of it. Right. You don't you don't need to be there. And, and then exactly what you said on the flip side, you're paying them to be there. And so you're paying to be unhappy. That makes no sense. Yeah. Why would you go eat at a restaurant you don't like every night? Right. That makes no sense. Right. And so. I but it's because we're so far removed from the logical evaluation of it. Like we're not allowed to evaluate it on a financial level. We're not allowed to question it on an intrinsic level. And we're not even allowed to ask like, oh, hey, well, it doesn't make me happy. But apparently this is the only way to get work. So like we're pretty much everywhere we go, they're boxing us in so they can charge us more money for this thing that we're supposed to buy. And it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I think the... Affording it, being able to analyze the cost of it and whether or not it's worth it is very difficult. And there are, the reason why it's difficult is there's just so many factors, right? I think generally speaking, as we've talked about many times before, I think generally speaking, our position is most people don't need college, right? Um, Two thirds of Americans don't have degrees. And so I think it's very difficult because 
all of the information out there as well is skewed in one way. And I think that the information is wrong and we can get into it in a different episode. We're working on some things. We are, we are doing a lot of analysis. Yeah. We're working on some things and, and, and we're excited to share it with you yeah, guys. Super excited. Um, Ryan has found some very interesting things. Yeah. Very. And, but just to know that like the way that the way that the data is collected on average salaries or average household wealth is not on purposely misleading. I don't think, but it is misleading. It, it obfuscates the truth. Right. And for, for reasons of you need, you need guidelines of collecting data. And you have to have a consistent data set to measure against itself. Otherwise you can't do it at all. Right. But at the same time, if you arrive at a conclusion that's inaccurate, that is then used as a talking point to sell a luxury product to children. That's exactly, and, that, and that's exactly what happened, or that's what I, I theorize or I hypothesize is happening. And so that's why I say that if you can't afford it, that is really, really difficult to do the math on because, because what the people that are going to say they're for college are going to do is you say, well, look up, look up the average salaries of college graduates after, after school, the way that a lot of what happens, a lot of those numbers, how do you think they'll get those numbers Mm self-reported, right? I mean, there's, there are hardly any, there are hardly any numbers that are, that are based in fact and based in reality. Also, what what was the one that they stopped reporting in 2010? Oh, I'd have to look at it. I'm not sure. Was it, um, they stopped, like, oh, it was the, it was average salary or median salary of a college graduate a year, one year out from school. Uh, yes, um, that is very interesting. The omission is interesting. Right. And it was it was trending downwards. Um, it was trending downwards and then they stopped reporting it in 2010 or yeah, 2011, one of, one of the two. Census data? It was a survey of consumer finances. Um, which is the, which is the study that they use to prove the value of college. It is the, it is one of the largest barometers used, uh, when, when I, when I, whenever, I, whenever, whenever given, whenever I say, ah, oh, college isn't worth it. And then people like quote this study and I was like, all right. But anyway, I will say, I will say this, that. Right now, it is difficult to do the analysis because the data is dirty, very dirty. There is not a lot of good data um, to be to be had, and it's such a large decision because college is so expensive. So, my advice here is that you're thinking about if you're thinking about it and you think that you can't afford it, and you're thinking about just going to work. A good idea is to just start applying for jobs that you that you would have applied to had you had the degree already right so if you're looking at this job if you if you're trying to get this job when you get a degree why don't you just try to apply for it now right or listen to some of the other episodes that we did of how to pick uh how to pick and learn skills try to learn those skills and then try to apply to it and see if you can do it without it and then if you can do it without it you obviously didn't need college right um I think one of the things when talking about money, about college, one of the things that happens a lot is people are like, well, I only have two more years, right? Well, I, I only, I only have another year and it's like, okay, that is a point. It's not a very good one, but it's a point. It's not a very good one, especially because uh, people still estimate, even though this is more people take 5.5 years to graduate college than take four. And yet it's still like, what's oh, a four-year degree? It's not 
four-year degree. It's a 5.5-year degree. It's a five-and-a-half-year degree, sometimes six, and it's longer for some people. And so that that one really gets under my skin because, too, it's, it's the marketing of it. It's a four-year degree. It's a four-year degree. It's not for most people. That is very deceiving. And, um, and, and also for people that are at the point where they're feeling this way, and for them to go, oh, I only have two more years. Do you really think it's only going to take you two more years to finish something that makes you this unhappy or that you dislike this much? It's going to take you longer than that. And because of that, it's going to cost you even more than you've already put in. You're going to continue to pay for something that you really hate. That is definitely something to consider, but I'm talking about... So yes, I'm not negating what you said. I Yes, what you said is accurate. Everything you said is accurate. And I agree with that. But what I'm talking about is that if you've actually done the math and you only have a year left to go mm. or you only have a whatever left to go, right? Oh, okay, okay. And you can convince yourself, you know, uh, not convince yourself, but you know that that's all you have left. You've done the math. You, you, you're you, sure. You're sure, right? Um, I see how you can reason that way is because you feel like on the other side, you're going to be receiving something of value. And also, you, only you can do that math too. You, like only you can decide that for yourself, right? But what a lot of people are falling victim to here is a sunk cost fallacy, right? A lot of people think, well, I already put two years into it. Well, I already put three years into it. I might as well just finish up. Otherwise, everything I did will all be for nothing. I think that people are that way too. I partially think I have a suspicion, this is just a theory, but I have a suspicion too that part of the reason it's so difficult to get in, like not to get in, but like all the paperwork and the FAFSA and just all the forms, so many freaking, it's so much work to get in and get the aid and get all the stuff set up that by the time that you've done that, like even if you're a month in and you hate it, I think it's, I think a lot of people have a hard time thinking about even trying to leave because they've just put, it's been such a process to get themselves in there. Yeah. I definitely think that, I don't know if it's made that way on purpose, but I definitely can see what, I see your point. Yes. I mean, physically even. Right. I understand. And I think that it's definitely, um, yeah, it's definitely something to think about, but I don't think it's nefarious. And I, I don't think so either. I just think it, it is hard though. Yeah. So what I was saying is that I think that, um, what people don't think about is on the other side of making that decision. So if you drop out and you're like, okay, now I can go to work. Now I can not pay X amount of dollars to go to school. Now I can get paid. Right. And now I don't have to take out any of those loans that I would have had to because I can't, because I can't afford to pay for it. Right. But you just keep thinking about all this money that you did waste. Right. You all, you're thinking about, oh man, I spent, 30 grand the first year and 30 grand the next year. And I'll have all this student debt. I might as well get a college degree. I might as well finish up and get it. But then now you're going to do another 30 and then another 30 and two years of your life where you're not making any money or you're, or you're only working part time or you're working at a different job that doesn't pay you enough, right? Or doesn't pay you as much as you would if you're on the outside. And it's like, whoa, just if you're thinking about it, Forget, forget all the money and the time that you already put in. It's gone. It's it's spent already. It's you, gone. You already. cannot get it back. You can never get it back. It's it's done. But what you can do is you can prevent yourself from spending the time and the money in the future. Yep. So don't cry over the spilled milk. Although it's very hard to do. Yeah. Right. But just know, okay, if I stop now, I don't have to pay for the next year or the year after that. 
And that is, that could be a massive win for many people. Yeah, because is $60,000 going to hurt? Yeah. Is $120,000 going to hurt worse? Yes. So when I say it's a massive win is it's the savings on the side. Like you get immediate savings, immediate. You immediately don't spend all that money. Right. And so therefore you have more money right now. Yeah, the unsunk cost fallacy. (laughs) All right. So um, another one is if you realize while you were in school that you no longer want to do the work that you're getting a degree for. So uh, this would be anybody who's gone in um, and started to like maybe dip their toes in the water. Like first they signed up for a major that they thought they wanted to do. And it's hard. It's hard, man. 17, 18 years old, you have no idea what you want to do. And people can say all day, well, I did. It's like, eh, I don't know. I'm very, I, I think that there's a lot of people that have no idea what they want to do at, at, at 18, 17, 18 years old. You're a child. You're still a kid. And, um, and so for those people that are a couple of years in and they like dip their toes in the water, like they're doing, uh, they're starting to work in their field now. Like they, they've started to work, do a little bit of part-time work in a field that they're going to school for and they hate it. Get out, get out. What are you doing? What are you doing? If you've, if you've, if you've got in there and you're like, wow, this is awful. I hate this. I cannot imagine going to do this every day for the rest of my life. Then don't. And definitely don't pay for the privilege to do something you do not want to do anymore. Well, this comes to the argument that what we hear all the time is, well, a college degree, we brought it up earlier, a college degree shows that you can do critical thinking, right? A college degree, well, I'm just saying like a college degree means that you can stick to whatever it is that you're doing. I'm sorry. Somebody, somebody on TikTok, uh, said i someone said oh it's uh people with degrees know how to think and people without degrees don't to which i responded the cla which is the college uh learning assessment which is a college approved all the colleges agreed that this is the way we're going to assess whether or not people can critically think after they've gone to college and it showed that 45 percent of them show little to no improvement in critical thinking skills as defined by uh the examples that they use like being able to read the information on a credit card brochure and understand it and comprehend it um and when i said that the person responded with so a majority then and i was like not to prove my point but that is a very small majority and that critical thinking does not look very critical. It also does not look like thinking. That means that there is a 45% failure rate for it to do the very thing that people claim it does. That's like flipping a, if you flip a coin pretty much, this side works, this side doesn't work. That's, those are not good odds. Not good at all. Like not at all. And it's so funny for them to look at that and make that assessment because I'm like, I think that that's I think you're part of the 45%. You literally can't see the fact that you're paying for this thing and it doesn't even do what you believe that it does. Right. According to them. And so, yeah, I think that that's going to be the argument. And they're going to say that having that extra line on your resume shows that like gets your foot in the door in other jobs. It doesn't matter. So if you have a degree, if you have a degree in whatever. We talked about this before, but if you have a degree in science, then you're going to be good at, well, you know, I don't know, economics, or if you have a degree in, 
history, uh, history, you're going to be good at being an engineer or whatever, you know what I mean? Or being a copywriter or something. Right. And it's just like, no, that, yeah, that doesn't equate. That doesn't make sense. Well, it's really inconsistent thinking. <laughs> it's really inconsistent critical thinking, because if you need a degree in the thing, if you need a degree in the field that you're going into to get into that field, that's a terrible argument. Because now what you're telling me is that any degree will get you into any job, but the people that go to college claim that your major matters, right? They're like, oh, well, I'm a biology major, so I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense because you, you're you claiming that you have an edge up on everybody because you have a four-year degree, but you claim that because it's a biology because it's a biology degree that you have access to fields that other people don't have access to. That doesn't make any sense. That's extremely inconsistent. Like, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Have yep. you heard people say that? Hmm. Where they're like, oh, well, it's just any degree. I'm like, well, if it's any degree, then why does your field matter? Right. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't then. Definitely. You and know? then if it's any degree, yeah. Anyway. It's, it's a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. It's, and, and it's out of the scope of this show, and we're way off the rails. So I think that you have some good examples about like, I let you let you let you talk about them. Teachers and yeah, that's a that's a really good one. Uh, I think teachers because I know man, I give it to people that do work with kids. Um, kids are exhausting. I I would not want to work with children. Um, when I was younger, I thought that I did though, and so for people who have who are going to be teachers and they get into a classroom setting and they're like, wow, and it's not necessarily that they don't even like the kids, but they just don't like the work. They don't like the schedule. They don't like being in that environment. For them, it's like, man, then you you shouldn't do it. You definitely shouldn't continue to pay to do this thing that you've realized you you don't actually want to do it anymore. Um, and also, I think a lot of people feel trapped because they think that that's the only way to work in that field. Like you can work with kids and you can teach outside of being a, a traditional teacher at a public school. You can. There are avenues available to you. You can you can be a pod teacher. You can um, you can teach at private schools. People get really pissed when I say that because they always um, on TikTok a lot. I'll say, oh, well, you need a degree to be a teacher. I was like, well, that's not true. I mean, you can teach at a private school. And they're like, well, uh, private schools don't count. I'm like, it's a school with kids in it where they learn stuff. It, it does count because it's school is a school is a school. Um, so I think that for a lot of people, they don't realize that like there's alternative ways to go about doing what they want without having to do it in that way. Yeah. And I think so. That's, that's a, that's pretty good. And I think the next thing that I wanted to talk about is just like, if you would rather just work, <laughs> right, there's nothing wrong with that. So there's nothing wrong with wanting to work. And, and I've heard if you would rather work rather than go to college, then just get out, right? And one of the things that I've heard you say in the past is that you should secure a job before you get out of college. And you've said that a couple of times and I never said anything about it because I was like, all right, whatever, that's your opinion. But like, I actually I like completely disagree with that. Mm. And, and I think that if, you're, if, if it's between work and college, you don't need to wait till you get a job to quit college because you're paying for one and you're going to get paid for by the other, mm. right? So stop paying right now. And it might not be, um, you might not get your tuition back. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you, you might've paid all of your tuition already. So you might not get that money back, but you're going to get your time, right? If you know that you're going to drop out and you're not going back, or at least not in the, in the, in the foreseeable future, then why wait another day? 
Why spend any more energy or any more time thinking about it, worrying about it, wondering if your if your alarm is going to go off to get to class? Why? Like it makes no sense. You're paying to be there. Drop out. Get a job. It is not often that you come down on a more extreme side of the argument than me, but this is one of those times. And I and you're right. That is an inconsistency in what I say. I think I say that because a lot of people are really afraid and they feel like it's like jumping out into the ocean, you know, and, and, and they're like leaving the boat. And so I've used that as an example. But you're right. The thing is, if you're paying to be in the sinking boat because you don't want to go, so it's sinking, then it doesn't make sense to wait until it sinks to jump like. Yeah, no, I think, and I think that in the in the past, you 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 got it confused with what we say about like starting businesses or getting another job, and you've mm. equated the two, or at least you never said that you equated to the two, but in your in your thinking, you you did, yeah, right. That because what we say about starting a business is, don't start a business, don't quit your job, and then start a business, yeah, right. Start a business while you're working. Mm-hmm. It really really helps. Like man, it really helps. Okay. And then the other thing is don't quit your job and then get another job. Find a job while you're still working. And I think in your brain, you just, you, you got college and a job crossed. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I was trying to speak to the experience of the people who, how they're looking at it, but you're right. Like I don't, and cause I don't actually think that because one is you're paying and the other one you're getting paid. Exactly. They're fundamentally. Exactly. One is negative and one is positive. Yeah. So yeah. if you're, if you just rather work, and you're like, yep, I've thought this through. I'd rather work. I'm I'm done with college. Get out. And you're listening to this, and you're and you're and you have class tomorrow, and you're just like, yeah, I would rather work. Like, okay, well then, turn your alarm off. Be done. <laughs> turn your alarm off. Don't go to your eight o'clock class, and you're done. Yep. And then now, I mean, wake up, and then now it's time. Now it's harder. Now right? you have to work. Now it's harder. And, and you're gonna be that, alone. I'm not saying I'm not saying that it's gonna be easy, but now you've got to work, right? And now, but you have the time and the energy to focus on that, mm-hmm. right? You can focus on the job hunt, right? I understand how you said it and I understand for most people, that's probably that's probably better. That's probably an easy, it's a much easier transition because, it, because what it does is it, it avoids their feeling of being stagnant. It avoids their feeling of not moving anywhere. Right, because after you jump out of college, now you're just a deadbeat. Society says that you're just a deadbeat, and society says that well, if you're not going to school and you don't have a job, you're 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 a deadbeat. You're worthless. I think when I was thinking about it too, one thing that when I was when I, when I picture who I was talking to when I when I said that, I was talking also to people who are currently living in on campus, like in a dorm, and so for them, quitting would immediately change their housing situation too. Um, which does which does play into it if they don't have a place to go like if their parents don't have a room for them and they don't have a job yet they would immediately be homeless right that's interesting because i don't you would have to check with your college to see what it's like because i'm pretty sure that oh like if you paid through the semester for it oh well you then you'd have to think really carefully about when you do it then because if you if you're near the end of the semester and you have nowhere to go i'm not like advocating for it because you know how i feel but it's just something that i was thinking like when i closed my eyes and i was like who was i talking to when i said that i was thinking of somebody who was living in dorms and who would immediately have to leave now and if they didn't have anywhere to go then that would be kind of risky for them yeah i think each person has to check their uh college or university 
um, housing situation. Yeah. Uh, because if I remember correctly, I knew yeah, people. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I knew people that dropped out that stayed in the dorms. Really? Yeah. They let you do that? I'm pretty sure. I might be full of crap. I probably am. <laughs> but. Uh, I wonder, I wonder what that, I wonder if that's interesting. I wonder how long they let people do that. I wonder if, they, if they've done it and they, they've signed a lease like through the end of the year or something. They just have to let them stay. That's what I'm assuming. Hmm. Interesting. I I don't know. Anyway. Check, check your, your local regulations. Yeah, check your local listings. Um, <laughs> and so, but that's just, that's just something that I wanted to bring up because- it, cause it, I agree with you've you. Said, you've said, we've, we've said this before. And now, now that you're, if you rather work, the whole world opens up to you, right? Yeah. And it's not to say that you are done learning. It's not to say that um, you're, you're done- um, educating yourself. Not even a little bit. You've just started. You've just started. You've just ta- you've just taken the first leaps. And now, so if you're going to do this, if you're going to quit school to work, you have to analyze your own financial situation, right? And now you want to get your dream job. You might not get your dream job right off the bat. So... If you need money, you might have to go and take a job that you don't want to do. And live with roommates. Right. You might have to live a certain lifestyle. You might have to go and work in the restaurant industry. You might have to live within your actual means. You might have to go and work retail. You might have to go and work as a valet. That's what I did. Immediately after I dropped out of school, I worked in a restaurant. You know, you know, you have to do all these things, but on the side, you can learn the skills that you need in order to get your dream job. You can start a side hustle. You can start a business. You can educate yourself for free or for much lower cost. And now your finances are going in the right way. You know, for for many people, your 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 finances are going to be going in the opposite direction for the first time in their life. Yeah. Right? For the first time in their life. Ugh, yeah. You know, that and you're what 19 now. Yeah. Right? You're 19 now and you got 50 grand plus worth of debt and, but at least you don't have a hundred. That is true. Right. And now, now you're actually making money. Keep in mind too, that when you do that, um, especially now, if you're out on your own, no one's going to come and tell you what to do. No one's going to tell you when to do things. No one's going to tell you, you have to be here. You have to accomplish this. No one's going to check behind you to make sure you've done things unless you're at work. Um, And so that's something that people have to come to grips with as well is like when you leave college, you got to grow up like you have to you have to start. You actually have to work. You actually have to pay for things. You actually have to you actually have to live uh, according to the market value of the money you're able to earn, uh, you know, with the skills that you have. And you actually have to make yourself study and you actually have to, you, you have to actively choose and decide and make strategy strategy and goals as far as where you're trying to get and what you're going to use to do it and how much you have to use to do it with. And it's, it's a lot. So the last thing that I wanted to touch on real quick before we leave is for those people that are thinking about dropping out of school but are studying or want to work in the common fields that often people think that they need a degree. Uh, so CPA, law, engineering. Right, basically. Yeah, doctor. Oh, doctor. Right. So doctor, medicine, basically 
to make, to make it quick. Sorry, guys. You got to go college. Yep. Basically. Only because I, and I do think that will change in the future because uh, I do as well. The cost is too high. Uh, there are too few people going because of the cost, because of the amount of time, because they recently in, in recently to history tacked on four more years for no reason, just because they wanted their money and they knew that they're professionals. So they'll rationalize the cost to themselves um, because they're going to make money. Um, and then for everybody else, though, there are alternative routes. There are people can tell you all day to the blue in the face that they're not. They are wrong. There are there are illegal and there are set out paths to do all of those things through alternative means. Right. We talked about it. We talked about it before on on, a, on another episode. Yep. But if you want to be a lawyer, there's a there's a few states that you can go to to read the law to uh, go there, be a paralegal or rather a, an, apprentice. an apprentice for a few years. Then you can then you're and you get sponsored, take the bar. And then if you want to, there are plenty of states after once you take the bar that you can go ahead and have a reciprocal and you can go in. And you take the bar in another take state. Take a bar in another state. And now you, you're a lawyer. And now you're a lawyer, right? Yep. And a lot of people say that they can't do that because, well, then I have to move away. Well, you're about to move away for college anyway. It's funny how they don't connect that that's right. like the exact same thing. Right. It's like, uh, they're moving for work. It's the same as moving for college except for it's actual work. Right. And then now... You're once again, your finances are going in the right way, mm-hmm. moving that. If you wanted to be an engineer, it really depends on what kind of engineer you want to be. There are plenty of ways and plenty of companies that you can work your way up to be an engineer. There are some companies that we have it on good authority. These companies start with a T. There are many companies that have, there are many companies. Shoot, you can go to almost any power and gas company in the nation. And there are going to be engineers there that ha- that don't have college. There's also going to be people in charge of the engineers that don't have college degrees. Right, exactly. There's going to be CEOs in charge of the entire company that don't have college are, degrees. Right, and then you, you, you can go to, you name it, any, you can, all the big companies, they're engineer, they're, there are engineers in there that don't have a college degree. Yeah. Right? If they can do it, you can do it. Yep. I mean, it's not, you know, people get really and and be understand people are going to be very upset about this because people do not like the fact that people can get to the same place as them with different paths. They do not like it in in fact, too. They'll say, oh, well, this is the easy way. It's not. It's the harder way. It's the much harder way. But you know what? It doesn't cost you. It does not cost you. And financially speaking, you are going to end up on top because you did not pay. You were paid. It's just better that way. It just is because your finances go positive instead of going negative. Yep. And time and compound interest matter. And then CPA, there are a bunch of same thing, apprentice, right? There are five states where you can, um, yeah, you can study and then you can sit and take the CPA exam and then you you would do the same thing. You would take the CPA exam in other states. Yeah. Again, people get really up in arms, really better. Like, no, you can't. You can. Right. It's not, this is not an opinion. It's a fact. You are allowed to do that. People do it. People have done it. It's a thing. Yeah, 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 definitely. Also, if you're going to be an, if you're trying to be an engineer uh, through working your way up, mechanical and electrical are your best bets. Yeah, yeah. It's well, hard with civil because you can be a draft, like you can you can work you can work and be a draftsman and try to work your way up that way. But civil is very highly regulated, so it's it's harder to do that. It is possible. It is possible, but it's very difficult. Yeah, we'll try to throw some of these resources um, into the show notes. Yeah, for people take a look at it. Uh, DegreeFreeNetwork.com. So yeah, I think that this pretty much sums it up. I think that was good. Um, like I said, we had a bunch of people asking specifically about how to know if you should drop out. And um, 
as with anything else, you got to know the why. I mean, at least ask yourself why you're why you are even asking this question. Mm-hmm. And it can be a complex answer. It can be a really minuscule answer, or rather, it could be a very simple answer. And if it's a good enough reason for you, it's fine. You know, a reason is a reason, and it can be as simple as I'm unhappy. Mm-hmm. Right. There's nothing wrong with not doing something, not especially not paying to do something because you're unhappy. People leave companies for that exact reason. And if people can leave a paid position because they are unhappy, you can leave a paying position, a position where you are paying to be there if you are unhappy. And I think one of the things is going to be like doing the financial analysis is going to be very difficult. Um, Figuring out if you can afford it or if you can't afford it. Um, Just because of what we said, the data out there is very dirty. We are trying to sort through it. And when I say we, I mean mostly Ryan, but we are trying to sort through it because we found some very interesting, interesting things. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, um, but, you know, use whatever tools you can, basically. Um, average salaries out there, even though those are real, not good. Those are hard to find too. Those are very, well, and they're just not accurate. Yeah. But you got to start somewhere. As we said, as we said in previous episodes. Gotta guess. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta start somewhere, right? I mean, if we, if we nitpick about this number and that number, this number, that number, we can never make it. We can never make a decision. And so you've got to, you got to do whatever you can. And so Google it, pick a number. That sounds good. Do the analysis, figure out, okay, how long is it going to take me? How long is it going to take me to pay off all of my debt? This is, this is what I should be getting paid, or this is what the average salary is, is going to be paid. In my experience, and I think in a, in a lot of people's experiences, those average numbers are way off or like, um, I think they're estimated on the high side and, but first for salaries for college grads, first salaries for yeah. college grads. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're estimated way to the high side. And also on the, on the flip side of that, for people that don't have degrees, they're estimated way to the downside. Yeah. Um, so it's difficult. So it's difficult, but just know that if you, if you stop going, you're stop paying for it. You stop paying for it. And so immediately if you start working your finances go the other way right so the sunk cost fallacy is huge in this we try to say try not to look at the amount that you've already paid try to look at what you're going to pay yeah right because you can never you can't get back the money that you paid you can't get back the money in the time that you paid for those those years that you were already in it is it is gone they're gone you've accumulated the debt and you've and you've gotten it and if there is no and if you've decided that there is no benefit to the piece of paper that you're going to that you're going to buy at the end of all of this then why are you going to pay for it right it's like well it's just kind of good to have and that kind of rolls into that the next a very weak answer that rolls into the next point which is if you don't if you're if you're studying to be a certain thing and you don't plan on working in that field you should stop paying for college yeah so if you're thinking you're going to be a professor but you don't want to be a professor anymore. Peace out, Girl Scout. Peace out. Get out of there. Get out. Yep. Last thing is if you're, if you just rather work. Mm-hmm. If you just rather work. And there's nothing wrong with that, man. <laughs> and my advice, and it's hard, it's difficult because it's, because a lot of times you're going to feel like you don't know what you're doing. It's my advice that if you'd rather work, just quit. Just stop. Mm-hmm. 
liberate yourself from the debt, liberate yourself from going to the classes, stop spending the time, stop spending the money, and just go to work. I second that. And like I said, depending on your finances, which I imagine your finances are not going to be good, um, you're probably going to have to get a job in the interim before, while you're looking for your quote unquote dream job, while you're building up the skills that you think that you need. You need money. Right? And now, like we said, it's this, once, you, once you've made the decision to drop out, it's going to be a lot harder. It's going to be a lot harder. But you're going to be in much better financial shape. And you'll be amazed how much you'll be amazed how much freer you actually feel when that's not on your shoulders, because for a lot of us, um, we're marketed to really hard and we're young when we make that decision. And that is a heavy that amount of debt is a very heavy burden for somebody who is 18 to 22 years old. You should not have to carry it around to begin with. And you definitely shouldn't have to add more to it if you no longer want to do it. So don't be afraid to drop out if you've decided you no longer want the degree and you just want to work. Yep. And then if the last thing is if you're, if you want to go into one of those fields that commonly says that you need a college degree to get into. Just try an, alter- just try an alternative route and see how it goes. Because you know what? You can always go back to college. It's a business and they want your money. Right. Exactly. They will always take your money. That's exactly what I wanted to finish off on as well is guys, don't be afraid to drop out. It's because this is a company. This is a business. It's a corporation. And these guys will take your money whenever you want to give it to them. And I know in school, they do try They do try to scare us. They act like if you wait five minutes after you graduate, if you, you, if you do not have that locked in by the middle of your senior year at max, like your middle, the middle of your senior year of high school, that they won't, that the college will not take your money. That is not true. The colleges are big businesses and they want your money and they want to take it from you. And so do not be afraid to leave. They will take you back. They will take you back in a heartbeat because they need your money. So just keep that in mind because it really puts a lot of the power back in your hands. Because I know that a lot of high schoolers especially are taught that if you do not, if you do not get in, if you don't get in, they're never going to take, they won't take me again. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. It's like, it's like Walmart. If you go to Walmart, do you think that they're not going to take your money? Of course they will. It's Walmart. It's the same way with colleges. And people can pretend that it's very like, oh, it's hard to get it. It's not. It's not. It's a business. They want money. It's that simple. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for watching this one. This is a good episode, I think. Uh, I hope I hope this helped you with, uh, with this decision. And if you are looking for how to get a job without a college degree, we did make a guide for you folks. It's on the website. It's degreefreenetwork.com. Um, also, all of our podcasts and transcripts are on there, so you can read those and watch those too. Yeah, excellent. And if you guys like the episode, if you guys like what you hear, if you guys can consider leaving us a review, that's super helpful on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Um, those reviews really just help to get our message out there to everybody. Also, if you guys could, uh, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, if you guys can give us a thumbs up, uh, that's super helpful as well. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, if you guys just want to say what's up, um, leave us an email, contact at degreefreenetwork.com. Um, if you have any questions, drop it in there. And, uh, it really helps to see what you guys want to know, gives us some ideas for future episodes of what we can, of what we can do and what we can, uh, talk about. All right. Um, until next time guys, along.